Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is April 16th, and this is for the week of April 16th through the 22nd. Happy Passover, Happy Easter, Happy Weekend, and Happy Full Moon. Mm. We are in the throes of a full moon that's just about exact at the recording of this podcast. It's a full moon in the sign of Libra, and they call this one the Pink Moon. Now, because the full moon is in Libra, this full moon could bring up themes around the relationships in our lives, both personal and professional relationships. Libra is, of course, ruled by Venus, and so there might also be themes around fashion, style, how we present ourselves to the world. Maybe we're feeling like we need a new wardrobe or a new hairstyle, or maybe it's time to just color our hair again or recolor. Is that what you're doing on Monday? You're going to recolor your hair? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, getting my hair colored, yeah. On Monday. Yeah. Yeah, sorry to spring that on you. I know you're a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio. You're very, very very private. private. Very Very, private. Very private information, but But, that's okay. Yeah, but either way, this weekend, you might feel like you want to bring some beauty into your life in whatever form that takes for you. Uh, Maybe just taking a nice stroll around Mm -hmm. your neighborhood and enjoying the beautiful flowers that may or, or may not be in bloom. Maybe going out for coffee with a friend you haven't seen in a while. Maybe going to a museum or a dog park or something like that. I don't know. Or maybe you're just going to stay home and be cute in -hmm. the privacy of your Mm -hmm. own home. These are all great Libra Moon activities. Now, last Thursday, Mars left Aquarius for Pisces. And Mars will stay in the sign of Pisces until May 24th. Mars had been in Aquarius... And for some of us, that Mars in Aquarius energy, coupled with the Aries sun, has maybe been a bit exhausting. Mm. Both Aries and Aquarius tend to have big ideas and big plans. They both like to move fast. They can both be impulsive. And neither Aries nor Aquarius likes to be told to slow down. Mm -hmm. So those signs, when they get together, can really egg each other on. And they can work well together, and they can get things done. But at the end of the day, it can also be exhausting. Now that Mars, the planet of aggression, is shifting into sleepy Pisces, Mars will still be aggressive, but it will have more of a cuddly edge to it. Mars is going to say, yeah, I guess I could go out there and kick butt and give everyone what for, but I also just got this new couch and my new jammies are so comfortable, I might just channel that aggression into binge-watching a new TV show and maybe I'll have some ice cream and cuddle with my pets. Mars and Pisces can wait, I guess is what I'm saying. It doesn't feel the need to force the issue and to establish itself, to put its foot down and say, here I am on planet Earth. That's more of a Mars and Aries kind of a vibe. Mars and Pisces channels its aggression differently. The aggression doesn't come out through actions as much as emotions, possibly. We might feel the urge to really express our feelings with Mars and Pisces. We might also find ourselves working on setting boundaries. That's always a great Piscean activity, setting boundaries. Because Pisces tends to give all of themselves to their friendships, to their partnerships. They give everything of themselves. So Piscean energy always needs that extra time to also retreat and recharge and 
It's a very passive placement for Mars, I guess is what I'm saying. Mars and Pisces. It's just a different vibe for Mars. It's not necessarily a sign that Mars is excited to be in. But again, Mars needs to take a break from time to time, too. Can't just be out there charging and fighting all the time. So with Mars and Pisces, it can feel more of like we're going to be dealing with more of an internal struggle instead of an external struggle. Usually Mars likes to point the finger at someone or something and say, that's the person, that's the reason that, that I'm having trouble in my life. It's your fault. It's usually what Mars likes to do. It likes to have a target, likes to you know get worked up about stuff. But with Mars and Pisces... That becomes a little more internal. So now maybe we're looking to ourselves. And we've got to be careful not to beat ourselves up because that's another thing with Mars and Pisces. You can kind of turn it on yourself. Mm. Uh, and you're like, oh, here I am doing this again. I'm screwed up again. Or, Damn. you know, I, I kept saying i got to put my foot down on this. And here I am letting these people into my life again. So that's kind of a Mars and Pisces kind of a, a thing, too, we might be dealing with. So it could be more of an internal struggle. Mm. Do you have any advice for that? Just be nice to yourself. Okay. That's good advice. <laughs> you no, know, anytime, anytime Pisces comes into play, it's like, be nice to yourself because Pisces just has that very, very, very vulnerable side to it. Yeah, and remember my favorite mantra: "I am a work in progress." Exactly, right? I am a work in progress. Yeah, yeah. And we're you know we're not perfect. Yeah. Human beings aren't perfect. We're going to make mistakes. There's going to be slip ups. Pisces, I think, is one of those signs that keeps us humble. You know, anytime mm. we think in life that we figured it out and it's like we got mastery over everything. Uh, Pisces comes along and throws a little something in there and mm-hmm. says, oh, I mean, you're not as clever as you thought you were, are you? So, yeah, I always try to embrace Pisces and just, again, friendliness and kindness, I think, goes a long way anytime you're dealing with Pisces. It's just like sometimes you just have to laugh at yourself and just yeah. remember we're not necessarily here to figure everything out in this lifetime. It's okay to not know things. It's mm. okay to suck from time to time, <laughs> however you want to phrase that, you know. Yeah. But, um, but, again, just be nice to yourself. Be nice to others. Because Mars always brings intensity to whatever sign it touches. So if Mars is in Pisces right now, maybe get aggressive about helping out people, you know, mm-hmm. um, okay. taking the emphasis off yourself and, and putting yourself and putting other people in front of you, that kind of a deal. Um, and also, you know, expect some technical glitches over the coming weeks with Mars okay. in Pisces, you know, like lousy Internet connection again, that kind of thing. Okay. Mars and Pisces will show the cracks in the systems that aren't working. Wasn't it Thursday night you were trying to watch Top Chef and the mm-hmm. app wasn't working like it all? It's mm-hmm. been really strange. Mm-hmm. Mars and Pisces, 100% to blame on that one. 100% mm-hmm. to blame. Okay. Um, but yeah, with Mars and Pisces, maybe we're working on our self-worth. You know, remember, we are worthy. We're here on planet Earth. We're here. So right there, we're worthy, you know. And again, it's, it's okay to be vulnerable. And Venus is actually in Pisces right now, too. So Venus and Mars in Pisces. Venus is going to remain in Pisces until May 3rd. So if you are a Pisces, you might be especially popular right now, both Mars and Venus in Pisces. Uh, what if you have a Pisces moon? If you have a Pisces moon, yeah. Well, you do have a Pisces moon, yeah, Ellie. Yeah, that's why I ask. How do you feel right now? Oh, man. Uh, at the moment, I just feel really tired and full. Yeah, that's, that's hey, Pisces, man. Pisces is going to be a little tired. We're all going to be a little tired yeah. maybe with Mars and Pisces. I'll keep you posted on the whole popularity aspect. If I start to feel more popular, I will let you know. Yeah, well, you are doing one of your uh, interviews next week. I am. Yeah, so they're calling, you know, the producers are reaching out to you. They're like, we want Elmi. Whether that's or not right. they know you have a Pisces moon, I don't know. That's right. But unconsciously, they're drawn to it. Yeah. This Tuesday, April 19th, the sun will enter Taurus. And things will further slow down. 
we're leaving Aries season, which I always equate with a show like Game of Thrones, mm. and we're entering Taurus season. And Taurus is a sign I always associate with a show like Mad Men, because oh. uh, Mad Men is a very slow-paced show. It's very Taurus. Mad Men is a show that seems to appreciate the finer things in life. It makes like advertising and alcohol, whatever else they're doing in the 50s, right? It was advertising and alcohol. That was the 50s, apparently. I always equate Taurus. If we're talking about what show, to me, Taurus is Gossip Girl. Mm, Taurus is Gossip Girl. I could see that, too. Because they also like the finer things. But Taurus likes a little bit of gossip. Taurus likes to know what's going on in the social circles. Yeah, I can see that. Right. Yeah, and there's also going to be a fur- further focus on money, mm-hmm. finance, the tangible things yeah. in life. Taurus is the king and queen of the zodiac when it comes to the material world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both shows take place in New York. Okay, both yeah. shows take place in New York. Yeah, New York is, I guess it could be Taurus. I don't know what New York is. I was feeling New York is Virgo for some reason. Hmm, okay. I'll we'll have to look into that. Yeah. But again, with um, the sun moving into Taurus, we're going to be looking at what we have in our lives. What are we surrounded by? We're looking at what's around us. Taurus likes to be surrounded by good stuff, mm-hmm. nice things, good quality stuff, you know. So we might want to feel we want to upgrade certain things in our life, mm. that kind of thing. We also want to make sure we guard against materialism. We don't want it to go too far, remember? I mean, we don't want our possessions to possess us. That's also a Taurus lesson. Just because you have more stuff doesn't mean you're going to be happier. But again... It's always better to have more stuff than less stuff, right? But with this Taurus sun and and these Piscean planets, they actually kind of work together. Taurus and Pisces get along. They form a sextile. Anytime two signs are two places apart in the zodiac, they form what's called a sextile, and they tend to get along. They tend to kind of fill in the, the blanks, like whatever Pisces might be missing out on a little bit and need some help with, Taurus can help with that. Whatever Taurus needs some help with, Pisces can kind of come along and help out with that a little bit. So... Again, we're shifting from that uh, Aries-Aquarius vibe, which was more of a kind of like, let's get stuff done, let's dream big, let's put these projects into action, Mm -hmm. very action-oriented. And now we're going into these two signs, Taurus and Pisces, which are more internal, and they like a slower pace. Neither sign likes to be rushed. Taurus especially does not like to be rushed, does not like to have to make decisions on the fly, wants to sit down, take a breath look at things logically, step by step. And then Pisces, you know, well, Pisces doesn't want to do anything. It doesn't, you know, have to do. (laughs) Pisces wants to, you know, again, Pisces is just, Pisces is great. I love Pisces, but it's just, um, it's just a different vibe. Um, Anyway, and then one other thing I want to mention is that this is a little ways off, but Mercury is going to go retrograde on May 10th. Mm. Uh, So again, that's a few weeks away, but they also say the Mercury retrograde energy starts to kick in about two weeks prior to it going retrograde so really i'm looking at like this week coming up like if you do want to make the big purchases if you do want to upgrade some stuff in your life this might be the week to do it especially with the sun going into taurus that's going to help with that kind of stuff and um after that it's gonna be maybe more of a crapshoot <laughs> but uh but we'll see with every mercury retrograde we'll get through it and that is a few weeks off but it's just a little sign of things to come okay so um, that's kind of what's going on out there in the world at the moment. Also, Lilith, the Bla- uh, Black Moon Lilith recently moved into Cancer. So again, Black Moon Lilith is not a planet. It's not an asteroid. It's a point. And we all have Black Moon Lilith somewhere in our charts. And that can be kind of like our unconscious. And they'll say it's kind of like our primal urges. Uh, so it can be involving like sexuality and that kind of thing. 
And with uh, Lilith and Cancer, Cancer usually has to do with the family and, and the mother specifically. So there could be themes around uh, mothers, family in general in the coming weeks too. Stuff coming up from below that we weren't expecting to have to deal with. So watch for that as well. Okay. But anyway, um, that's my ramble for now. I would like to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Amy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life, just like Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is a Scorpio <laughs> who's been a Scorpio her entire life. So, Amy, as a Scorpio, you know, we talked a little bit about this show, Mad Men, and granted, it hasn't been on TV in quite some time. But I'm just saying, we are dealing with Mars and Pisces now, and it's okay to fantasize. It's okay to dream. It's okay to say, hey, what if? So what if they were to come out with some kind of spinoff show for Mad Men right now? Like, say, one character on Mad Men got a spinoff show. What character would you like to see get his or her own spinoff? Well, did you hear about the rumor? No. The rumor is that Kiernan Shipka, who played Sally Draper, would like to do a spinoff of Mad Men centered around Sally Draper in Los Angeles. And that was Don Draper's daughter on the show? Yeah. I don't know if there's truth to that. I saw it this morning on Instagram, and I was going to follow up on it. Um, But it sounds pretty legit. It doesn't mean it's going to happen or that it's even close to that. I think it's just something that she was speculating that she would like to do. I would love to see that. I think that is a great idea for a spinoff. It seems like a very natural idea for a spinoff. I loved seeing the Mad Men characters in Los Angeles. I would love to see Sally Draper again in L.A. Uh, it leaves the door open, too, for other Mad Men characters to come back. Hmm. And I, I, don't, I could not come up with a better spinoff idea myself. I would be all about that. I love it. So if I'm hearing you right, so the daughter lives in L.A. now. So it'd be Mad Men in L.A.? I mean, when the show ended, she did not live in L.A. She was still, like, a teenager in boarding school. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I think the idea for her character would be that she moves to L.A. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Love that. I, I think that would be a great idea. And um, I think it would start probably in 1970 or thereabouts. I think the series ended in uh, 69 or 70. It's been a long time since I've watched it and I haven't done a rewatch of the final seasons either so that could be my own project but I would love to see a Mad Men spinoff with Sally Draper in LA why not that sounds amazing yeah yeah well thank you Elmy sure for sharing <laughs> that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show and that also sounds like a fantastic idea for a TV show Deps. I'm so glad we had this conversation mm, me too okay So, what's going on this week? All right. Well, this weekend, at least, as I mentioned, we're dealing with the full moon. Mm -hmm. So, it's a full moon all day today, Saturday. And then Sunday, April 17th, we could potentially feel what I always call a a full moon hangover. Mm -hmm. So, we might be feeling especially manic and edgy today. And then Sunday, it could be a bit of a crash. Mm. So watch for that. You know, we might our moods might be all over the place this weekend because the moon, and again, the moon is our collective mood. So the moon's going to be a bit haywire, and so we might be as well. So again, just, you know, be patient with yourself. Try to be patient with others and give people a break. Uh, later tonight, uh, April 16th, Saturday, April 16th, the moon will enter Scorpio. So all day Sunday, the moon's going to be in Scorpio. And the Scorpio moon is going to get along just fine with the Piscean planets. It's going to have some bumps with the Taurus planets. Right now, Mercury is in Taurus and Uranus is in Taurus. So the Scorpio full moon might um, agitate those planets a little bit. The big event on Sunday, at least, Sunday, April 17th, Mercury 
which is in Taurus, is going to form a nice sextile with Venus, which is in Pisces. So with Mercury and Venus forming a harmonious aspect like that, our, our words could have some beauty. Mm. Uh, Mercury is the planet of writing, communication, verbalizing. Venus planet of beauty and gentleness and kindness. So when we get those two together, good for diplomacy. You know, uh, just there's always some kind of conflict going on somewhere in the world at all times. Hopefully this could help smooth over some edges there and some people can try to uh, work together in a peaceful way. Hopefully. Mercury will also be forming a conjunction with Uranus. So Mercury is actually going to be quite busy on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I mentioned it's going to be forming that positive aspect with Venus. Mercury, anytime it bumps up against Uranus, though, that can bring some surprises. That can bring some impulsivity. So that could actually throw a wrench potentially into the harmonious aspect that Venus is forming with uh, the, with Mercury. So we'll see which one wins out here. Um, Mercury is going to be dealing with both Venus and Uranus on April 17th. So there could be some surprises. Hopefully those surprises are presented to us to us in a gentle way though with the Venus aspect. Yeah. Um, and then Monday could be kind of a grumpy day. Monday, April 18th. Reason for that is that the sun, and this is going to be the sun's last day in Aries, the yeah. sun is going to be forming a square with Pluto. And again, Pluto doesn't play. Uh, Pluto mm -hmm. is not a happy-go-lucky planet. Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth, obsession, compulsion, uh, power struggles, domination, all that fun stuff. So with the Aries sun forming a square with Pluto, we could see themes around that. People trying to ma manipulate each other, power struggles in general. And especially because that's the last day the sun is in Aries, the Aries energy might especially want to assert itself. So there can be a lot of like me, 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 uh, focusing on me. It's all about I'm being, um, try to like take the emphasis off yourself if you can on Monday and try to ride that wave if you do feel like you're being attacked, right? whatever form that takes. Um, try not to internalize it too much, I guess I would say. Try to take the high road if you can. Uh, because the Pluto element, there's going to be a lot of potential for arguments and people wanting to like, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, that's Monday. And it's been Monday anyway, you know, it's, it's a day we always kind of have to keep <laughs> our head on a swivel anyway. Mm -hmm. But it might just be especially so because of the Pluto sun square. Later in the evening, the moon will go into goofy old Sagittarius, and the moon will try to lighten the mood a little bit if it can. However, this particular Sagittarius moon might not be greeted so well by the other planets. Um, the Sagittarius moon is going to form a square with Mars on Tuesday. It's going to form a square with Venus also on Tuesday. Uh, looking into Wednesday a little bit, the, the Sagittarius moon is going to square Neptune. It's going to square Jupiter. So this is going to be a lot of friction. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Sagittarius moon usually wants to try to smooth smooth things over with humor. I don't know if it's humor is going to go over so well this <laughs> week. But as a Sagittarius, I know I'm going to try, <laughs> as always, to try to solve things with humor and, and positive thinking. Usually that works, but not always, you know. But um, And then April 19th, Tuesday, April 19th, the sun will enter Taurus. 
And again, just with these shifts, I just see things really starting to slow down, um, especially Wednesday, Thursday. If you're a big earth sign person, if you have a lot of earth energy in your chart, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is going to be maybe good times for you because the sun will be in an earth sign. The moon will be in Capricorn at that point. Mm. So there's some extra earth for you right there. And again, in terms of tackling chores or just things you need to get done, the tangible things in life, I'm looking at maybe towards the end of the week. I'd say Thursday and Friday. The, the Sagittarius moon midweek might make us all a little hyper, might make us all feel a little scattered, not quite sure what to focus on, that kind of a thing. Mm. But towards the end of the week, it's going to be so grounded, you won't believe it. sun's going to be in Taurus. The moon's going to be in Capricorn. It's just going to be a lot of no-nonsense, just logical that kind of a vibe, that earthy, earthy, just, um, you know, uh, yeah, very earthy okay. <laughs> towards the end of the week, I, I guess is what I'm saying. So this week, at least, just overall, I see it as kind of like this in-between kind of vibe, because the week after this one, there's going to be an eclipse, oh. and it's going to be a solar eclipse in the sign of Taurus. So, oh, and also next week, Pluto's going to go retrograde on um on april 29th so this week at least is kind of one more week we might feel like we're kind of in a holding pattern if anything uh but then the following week things are going to start moving again big time and we haven't had any uh retrograde planets in quite some time so with pluto going retrograde on april 29th we will have a retrograde planet again and when Pluto goes retrograde, it goes retrograde for months, um, unlike Mercury when it's just for a few weeks. Pluto goes retrograde for a long time. And at least it's around the days that Pluto is shifting when like the retrograde period starts. I think that's when we can feel its presence the most. So watch for power plays, power struggles around April 29th. And then we have the, uh, the solar eclipse on April 30th. But um, that's a little ways off yet for this week, at least. Enjoy the Piscean energy. Enjoy the Taurus energy. Enjoy rewatching Mad Men, if that's something you're going to do. Buy the new couch. You know, now yeah. that we're going to Taurus, buy the new thing, the new gadget, get the new phone, buy the car, you know, if you're in the market for buying a car. I don't know. That's all I got. I guess what I'm saying. So as always, thank you for tuning in. We love you. And we think, uh, or I think Almy's going to take us out with a few deep breaths. Yeah, why not? Let's get into a comfortable position, whatever feels best to you. If it's sitting down or lying down, just take a second to get comfortable. And if you would like to close your eyes while we take these deep breaths, then you can close your eyes now. And now that we're all nice and settled, let's slowly take a deep breath in and a slow deep breath out. One more deep breath in and release. Last one deep breath in and release. Shake out any muscles that may still be tense. Release the tension in your jaw, in your forehead, in your shoulders. Just let them drop. As always, we thank you so much for your support. We thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.